All right, what's going on, guys? Zach here. I feel like it's been forever. You know, since getting behind the mic and recording an episode, it has been a busy month. You know, and I look forward to dropping this episode. I'm going to share a few of the updates, a few things that I've been doing. What took me so long to get an episode out between the last one and this one? On the last one, I had Dr. Claire on to talk about returning to youth sports after COVID. And I'm happy to say that my kids have returned to their sports. We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about photography. We'll be talking about Forebear Clothing Co., me speaking in Vegas, sobriety, all sorts of things. But before we do that, I want to recognize the sponsor of today's show, and that is PeacefulFathers.com, which is run by Anthony Migliorino, a personal friend of mine, a father, a husband, and a man who is bringing a positive message to the world. You can find him on social media and Twitter and Instagram, at PeacefulFathers, or you can go and get the meat of his message on the blog, PeacefulFathers.com. This isn't just for men who are already have a family. You know, this is for men who want to start out on the right foot. So maybe you don't have kids yet. That's okay. Learn how to do it right before you have to do it. That way you can get it right the first time. Or at least you can have a better chance at getting it right the first time. But again, you know, it's Peaceful Fathers. Well, could women read this? Of course you can. You know, like just because it says Peaceful Fathers, ladies, check it out. It's all about being a better parent, being more connected. There will be a masculine influence to it. It is from the perspective of a man. But anybody reading this will improve their relationship. And honestly, even if you're not a parent and you don't want to become a parent, this content will help you heal your past. It'll help you learn some things maybe your parents didn't do right. Anthony breaks it down in the way that will literally change your life. So get in there, read about the subject. And when you get uncomfortable, keep reading because he dives into the things other people don't want to touch on, which is what makes it a valuable resource. And it's another reason why I connect so much with it because he's talking about the things nobody else will talk about, yet we need so desperately to have a conversation on. So that's PeacefulFathers.com. Check out Anthony at PeacefulFathers and all social media. With that, let's dive in to the update. Welcome to the Family Alpha Podcast. A place where men, families, and the truth have a voice. The information shared on this podcast is meant to be applied. Now, here's your host, Zach Small, founder of TheFamilyAlpha.com and co-founder of TheFraternityOfExcellence.com. Let's get to work. All right. The Family Alpha podcast has returned. <laughs> After like a month off, I finally am back behind the mic, you know, looking forward to sharing things, looking forward to getting back into the rhythm. I've got a bunch of solid guests lined up. It's going to be awesome. We're going to bring some solid content your way for your listening pleasure. But let's dive into a few updates that have happened since the last episode with the first being I am definitely still sober, as is my wife. So I've shared, you know, my journey through sobriety. And since last one, it's just another month has been added to the docket. You know, the counter that's going overhead, it has many more days. You know, I don't know how how many days it's been since the last episode, but they've all been sober. So that puts me at today, 293 days or nine months and 19 days. And I am 72 days away from one year of sober living free from booze, free from any a sip of alcohol. And honestly, this will be the first calendar year, 365 days I've gone without alcohol, probably since I was 10 years old. And I don't say that with pride. That is not some sort of flex. That is definitely an embarrassing thing to say. But I say it because I want people to realize that it took me from roughly 10 until 34, well, 33, to get my ass you know, off the liquid poison to get the hooks out of my soul, to no longer associate it with happiness or how to, how how you celebrate. You know, if you're sad, you should drink. If you're happy, you should drink. Everything in between. It was just a mess. And my association or my relationship with alcohol was not a good one. 
So I broke those, you know, chains. I broke those hooks. I, I released them from my soul. And honestly, I, I could not, <laughs> I don't even know how to put it into words, that, that feeling. It's just amazing. You know, for anybody else that's struggling in any manner with any form of addiction, be it drugs, alcohol, porn, sugar, you know, a lot of people are hooked on a lot of different things. What it came down to for me was deciding who I was, who I wanted to be. And when I realized the relationship with alcohol was hindering me from being the person I needed to be and I had to be, I just flipped the switch and it was over. There's no going back. And I know I'm not supposed to say that. I'm not supposed to say, you know, I'll I'll never drink again. I'm not supposed to say a lot of things, but don't tell me what to do. (laughs) I'm not going to drink again. I have zero desire now. I will never go back. There has been zero cravings. It's just not good for me. I'm definitely anti-alcohol. I try not to go in that, you know, an evangelist, you know, standing on my soapbox, preaching and banging the, the sobriety Bible. You know, I'm trying not to be that guy, but that that's how it is inside my head, at least. And I'm totally good with it. You know, booze is not for me. I don't think it's for anybody, but that's not an argument to be had. You guys do you, I'll do me. But for those who are stuck or for those who are feeling like you can never break free after two decades, I didn't think I could. I wasn't sure. I, I had several attempts, many relapses. And right now, you know, my wife and I are cruising, you know, and like I said, 72 days until one year, the milestones have been cool. Like I'll be hitting uh, 300 days in a week. That's really cool. And I'm really pumped and proud of that. But at the end of the day, nothing matters to me as much as those one year mark. And then the year two, year three, you know, the annual marks, that means a lot to me. And to be so close, (laughs) it's, I don't know, it's really personal. I look forward to sharing it. I look forward to celebrating with you guys. I look forward to bringing, you know, one year sober to the table and talking about it. I do have a free telegram for anybody that's struggling. You're looking for accountability. You're looking for community. So there's a link below. It's a group called 365 to Sobriety. You know, saving our, our lives is one day at a time, you know, counting it one year at a time. And it's just 365 days straight of making the right decision. 365 choices to not give in to whatever it is that's plaguing you, whatever it is that's calling your name. You know, you can turn it around. And honestly, I'm, I'm the living example. I, I literally, it's in my blood. You know, my, my, my parents, it, it's in their DNA that was passed to me. If you want to say that it's not hereditary, fine. It was in my, my nature as well. You know, it was, it was in the way the world, you know, brought me up. So nature and nurture really taught me that alcohol was a good thing and, and you party with booze when you're happy and that's how you, you celebrate and that's what brings friends together. And then I joined the Navy that didn't help (laughs) change that at all. So it was already a part of me. I believe it was hereditary and I joined the military, which is very big on drinking. Then I got out and it was just, it wasn't the best environment to be in for somebody that was trying to get sober. And I didn't for a long time, but then I did because I was tired of being tired and I knew I was capable of more if I could just remove it. And there's no way I could have done the things I have done and continue to do if I was still drinking. And you can call it a weakness. You can say, you know, sobriety is me avoiding the thing I no longer have control. Some people really enjoy eating like cupcakes and they enjoy eating like bonbons or I don't even know what the hell to call them. All that shit that you see in the gas station. Well, I don't eat those and they don't have any control over me. So how is this any different? I see alcohol just the same way I see that bullshit that's in the plastic wrapping at the gas station. Like, that's not going in my mouth. (laughs) Same thing with the alcohol. Like, I'm not putting that in my mouth. It's just not good for me. It's just chemicals and nasty. And just the same way they make all that shit food bright and and marketing it for kids. And, you know, it's real happy and you're going to feel good and taste wonderful like a carnival in your mouth. They do the same thing with booze. You need alcohol to have a good time. You know, dangerous men, they have alcohol. You know, real men drink their whiskey. They spend billions on advertising 
for alcohol because it tastes like shit. If it was really good, they wouldn't have to market it so heavily. <laughs> People would just want it because it's good. It tastes like ass. And now they've got like every version of seltzer, you know, so it's acceptable to day drink. It's just a whole different discussion. That's not even the point of this uh, update, but here we are. So yeah, I'm still sober. I'm still super pumped. I'm still on that track. I'm still motivated by it. And I look forward to continuing to share that message because there's a lot of people out there who need to hear it. So yes, since last episode, still sober. Like I said, 293 days, nine months, 72 days until one year. Wicked pumped. And again, my wife is on the same journey with me. I didn't even ask her to join me. She just did it. And her and I are far better off because of it. Not just, you know, with our marriage, but as individuals. Like our health is better. Our mindsets are better. It's just wicked cool. So again, I have a link to the free Telegram community below that will become a paid service. So once I hit one year, I said the first year is free. And then after that, you know, I'm putting out daily videos. I'm checking in there daily. So I'm giving my time to this to help others who need it and who want to talk about, you know, staying sober, staying on the path. There will be a one-time fee to joining, and then you can be in there for life. And we'll see what that fee is. It might be $365, dedicating a dollar a day. You know, that's your commitment. So if you're going to take it seriously, dedicate your dollar a day and get in there and then be sober and use it up and get your money's worth as soon as you start year two. Or don't join. There's a lot of free resources out there. But for right now, you can still join for free for the next 72 days. So get on it. Which leads me to the next thing. I broke 25,000 followers on Twitter. That's awesome. It's awesome to see the community growing. It's awesome to see the, you know, the platforms growing. I've got links to all my social media and all the things that I do. But to break 25K, I mean, that's a quarter way to 100,000. That's awesome. You know, I love seeing the thing grow. And we don't normally pay attention to those numbers. Like, who cares about 26,000, 27? Nobody cares. Breaking 30 will be cool, but it's not until 50. When you hit 50,000, you're like, all right, cool. That's the next major milestone. So similar to sobriety, it's cool just to see the number going up. It's cool to see people spreading it. For a while there, I was dropping like hundreds of followers a day. I'm pretty sure Twitter like did not like what I was saying. And it was probably because I was anti-mask, anti-COVID, anti-lockdown. <laughs> so I put myself on the list, if you will. But it was cool. I broke 25,000 on Twitter. That thing's growing. If you're on Twitter and you want to follow the message, the written word of what it is I'm doing on this podcast, click the link below. And enjoy what I'm producing there. I make a lot of lists. I make a lot of cool things that I hopefully... It's applicable advice. You can take it, you can apply it and improve. All right, next, I am going to be speaking in Las Vegas this June at the Conference of Masculine Excellence. Donovan Sharp is putting on a conference and I was like, hell yeah, when he invited me, I, I could not get on there fast enough. He's building something to help men and that is what this is all about. Going around, speaking, putting it out there. I've never been to Vegas before, so I'm going to Vegas it's going to be an awesome time. I'm looking forward to meeting men live. I'm looking forward to delivering the message to those in attendance. You know, there's something about the live aspect of this that I've always enjoyed. I love my FOE meetups. You know, I love all the times that I've met up with men and, and had meals with them, you know, gotten drinks. Uh, now it's club soda for me. But, you know, just doing those things where there's no electronic medium. There's nothing blocking the message. You're sitting there with the person. They can see you. You can see them. And that's what it's all about. So when Donovan invited me to his conference, the inaugural, you know, this is the first one. I couldn't have joined fast, any faster. You know, I appreciate the opportunity to speak there. Um, Aaron Clary is going to be there. Hotep Jesus. I mean, we've got Terrence Pop, Myron Gaines, Phil Foster, Anthony Migliorino, Texas Dom. You know, a lot of the crew that I've been rolling with forever. And then a lot of new faces that I've never interacted with. So it's cool to grow the network. It's cool to, you know, rub shoulders and shake hands with new men who are on the same path as myself of helping men. 
So it's just, it's going to be a great thing. A minor note on that, people have asked if I'll be speaking at the 21 convention. Uh, the answer is no. I am no longer speaking at 21Con. I'm no longer associated with 21 Studios at large, and I'm no longer associated with the Redman Group. The next update, look, I have always been interested in photography and videography, and it's about time I took that seriously. So I went and I purchased an A7 III from Sony, which is a fantastic little camera. I saw one of Donovan Sharp's uh, camera crew and uh, photographers slash videographers using it. I picked his brain and I was like, you know what? It's time to go all in on this. I've always loved taking photos. I've always loved, you know, doing my own little videos and things and capturing moments with the family, doing stuff for online content. I really enjoy that aspect of my job. So I went, you know, and I got an actual piece of professional hardware and I have been having a blast with it. And along with that, you know, it's not just really cool shots that are going to be dropped on the Instagram. I'm also looking to bring the Family Alpha YouTube channel back and it's going to be in 4K. I'm going to be bringing, you know, the best content that I can. It's not just going to be me, a floating head, talking about topics, though there will you know, be those moments of interviews and stuff like that where I'm just sitting here talking to my guest. I also plan to just flex my creative side, sharing some things that I'm doing with the family, you know, things that I do on my own, just capturing moments in life. It might have nothing to do with myself or the family or masculinity at large or family. Maybe I find something fucking awesome <laughs> at, you know, the, in the woods and I just want to share that. So just stand by. I really looked to... Not just bring, you know, my artistic expression, but I want to share with others some of the things that I see. You know, I want to share like my perspective of the world and things that I find interesting. And I think there's so much going on with regards to like, what's the right niche? What's the right mold? What's the right, you know, formula for success? And I don't care. (laughs) There are certain things I want to share and I have this fucking awesome camera and I'm going to be sharing my ass off and not literally like a thought, like I'm not going to be, you know, like doing booty pics. But I will be capturing some really cool content. I look forward to kind of putting that together and bringing some great video your way. So if you're into YouTube, if you're into the the visual and videography, I do plan on bringing a lot more to the table with regards to, you know, interviews, but also just capturing moments and creating some cool cinematography. So you will find on the familyalpha.com slash YouTube or go to YouTube and search the family alpha. You'll find my page right now. It's still under, you know, Hunter Drew. It still has old videos. I'm about to wipe all that out. It's going to be a new foundation I'll be building everything upon. And I really look forward to connecting and sharing, you know, again, my view of the world and my experiences and what it is I'm seeing and not just through the interviews, but also just through day-to-day adventures. So I really hope, you know, for those who look forward to that or for those who appreciate, you know, YouTube as opposed to just audio or, you know, the other mediums such as like Twitter and Instagram, the YouTube channel is going to be pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to that as that is one of the biggest projects that are that are on the, the docket, if you will. You know, and that's going to be coming up soon. So next, and I saved the best for last. I, on April 1st, with my wife, launched a family-focused clothing brand, ForbearClothingCo.com. This is a company that I am able to finally address something that's been bothering me for a long time. You know, when I see clothes, when I see brands, people love to flex, you know, like, oh, I got the new Gucci or Prada or what the fuck ever. That's not my style. I want pro dad gear. I want pro husband, pro family, pro fatherhood, you know, pro strength, pro personal responsibility. I want, I want threads that support and align with my morals and values. And I couldn't find it. So I built it. And with my wife, this has been an awesome, you know, experience and awesome, you know, venture that we've been down because I don't have to focus just on the family alpha. 
I don't have to just focus on men being men and leadership and things like that. I get to share, you know, building kids rash guards for all these athletic kids going out there. And they get to wear this cool stuff that aligns with their values of strong fathers, strong mothers, and strong kids. I get to make all this content. I get to make all these threads. My wife and my graphic designer, Jorge, you know, they're working together to bring some of this this gear that's just not, you know, you don't find it elsewhere. You see all this dad bod content. You see all this why no mom shit. It's ridiculous. They're basically openly mocking the family unit. So we're pushing against that. And your forebears. So why forebear? You know, they're your ancestors, your forebears. What better way to honor that past than by strengthening yourself in the present so you can empower the future? Think about it. The best way, you know, they, they made it back all the way to the beginning of time. You're here because literally your, your timeline, your ancestors go all the way back to the very beginning. They survived to get you here. The absolute greatest way to honor that legacy that they've left through you is to ensure that you are as mentally, physically, and spiritually strong as you can possibly be. And then you take that strength you've built within yourself, thanks to their efforts to get you to where you are, and then you pass that on to the lives that are following you, either through your children, your nieces, your nephews, whomever it is you're coming into contact with. That's what Forebear Clothing Co. is all about. That's what my wife and I stand for. We're doing our absolute best to ensure that we are sending a message of pro-family and pro-personal responsibility into the world. And it's not just for moms and dads. While we have a lot of parent, you know, um, apparel and gear and accessories, this is for everyone. It's for the strong sons. It's for the strong daughters. But it's freaking awesome to be able to do this with my wife and kids. You know, when I saw Ryan Mickler running the Order of Man swag. I see Sean Whalen running Lions Not Sheep. I was like, man, that is so cool that they're able to make their family a part of it. And then I finally, you know, I don't know why it took so long, but then it dawned on me. Why don't I do that? Why not me? And so we went and we did it. And it, it's crazy how quick it's picking up. You know, at first there's the the friends and the family that jump on board. But from the onset, we've had absolute strangers. Like, yeah, like this is awesome. Of course, when want to get this, this mama bear uh, hoodie or whatever. You know, this dad as fuck shirt, I've got all lifts matter. You know, I've got sober as fuck shirts. You know, it's, it's cool because we're able to create things outside the normal niche of just raw masculinity, death, carnage, you know, chaos, all these great things. You know, you see Jack Donovan shirts and they're badass, but I don't want to be Jack Donovan. I want to be the family man. I want to be the person that I am. I'm very proud of having a wife. I'm very proud of my children. That's what I stand for. And that's what I'm looking to represent. So we're all putting out our message and it's interesting to see how quickly that picked up. You know, I think society at large is tired of the bullshit. They're tired of people saying, yeah, it's good to be fat. It's good to be weak. It's good to be a drunk. It's good to be a drug addict. It's good to be mediocre. Like people are waking up. And when a company comes by with a big ass stick and says, hey, fuck that. We're here for strong families. We're here for strong men and women and people who take personal responsibility in who they are and they want to have strong children. That's what we're about and people are digging it and I dig that (laughs) because everybody wants to be successful and I'm very happy that this has been a successful venture already and more than anything, I love going out there and wearing my own swag. I don't have to, I don't care about, you know, having a Nike shirt or new Adidas or whatever the hell, you know, that's popular. I'd rather wear a hat that my friends have launched. I'd rather wear clothes that represent a small business that was bootstrapped and they dug, you know, and clawed their way to success. I'd rather wear gear from my friends who are starting their own businesses than wearing global companies, you know, uh, advertisements on my chest. You know, it's about representing who it is you are through what it is you wear. And with ForebearClothingCo.com, you know, my wife and I have been able to share who we are, what it is we want to see. And since the companies didn't want to give us strong family messages, we went out and built it ourselves. So there's a link to that below as well. 
you know, there's also a discount running for Mother's Day currently, so check that out. But honestly, it's just a cool new element to my marriage. And that pretty much plays into the entirety of what has happened in the past month. And like I said, it's been busy. I mean, like, I went to Vegas not too long ago to record content for the upcoming conference, you know, the, the Conference of Masculine Excellence with uh, Donovan, you know, and we were recording videos, my first time in Vegas, that was awesome. And then I'm launching my clothing company. Wow, that's awesome. Sobriety's still going. Holy crap, that's still going. You know, breaking 25K, getting a new camera, doing all these things, meeting all these people. It's just, the tempo is high and it's awesome. But nothing, I love nothing more than to sit and to write or to sit and to speak into this mic. I love doing podcasts. You know, I really dig it. And it's like pressure starts to build. You know, this is my bread and butter. This will always be my home. You know, when things get hard in life, I can always write. I can always record. And that's, that's where I'm at now. I'm back. You know, I went out, I did my thing, you know, I had these cool adventures, but now it's time to lock it back into what it is that I'm all about. And that's sharing my story through the written and spoken word. So I appreciate you listening to this update. Stay tuned because the regular episodes will be dropping. You will be having, like I said, I've got a bunch of guests lined up. It's going to be awesome. You know, these dudes have great insights. You know, I've even got a few females lined up. So we've got the men, the ladies, we've got all sorts of in- input on, you know, parenting, sobriety, fatherhood. There's a lot that goes into it and I'm really glad I can bring it to you. And I hope you take that information and apply it. But again, thank you for listening. This has been another episode and a hell of an update on the Family Alpha Podcast. Thanks for listening. You can join our private men's only community at thefraternityofexcellence.com. And don't forget to find Zach on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at ZachSmall underscore.